Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it is hip to be square. With great podcasting comes great podcastability. We leap into the Spider-Verse as worlds and memes collide. It's Spider-Man No Way Home on Normies Like Us. What's happening? They're starting to come through. Hello, Peter. Looks like we got competition. There are others out there. We need to send them back. I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please. No way home. You heard it up top. Welcome back to Normies Like Us. Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Radioactive podcast man? Watch out! Because <laughs> we're talking Spider-Man. Here on Normies Like Us, Spider-Man 3, No Way Home. With your hosts, the Green Colin. Uh, Spider-Mike. Uh, Joe Parker. Oh, it was bad. Bad one. <laughs> P. Joe <It's> Parker. Okay. <laughs> Spider Jacob over here. Oh, Doing you're Spider-Man spider too? Things. Yep. <laughs> right, point at each other. I, we might be from a different universe. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. Um, right off the bat, No Way Home. Obviously, um, oh boy. I mentioned on the last episode that we would talk the animated Lord of the Rings for all the listeners were deceived for another movie was released. And uh, we really, really, really needed to talk about it because... I don't want to bury the lead too much, but I, it's incredible. And it's a, a huge moment in pop culture. So we're going to talk this newest Marvel release, Spider-Man. Look, normies, like everybody else on the planet, we want to talk it too. Let's say it now, because from whatever happens beyond this point, you're being warm, normies. Spoilers. This is well, going say, to be a spoilers episode. Yes. Let's yes. give a brief, uh, you know, thing before spoil. You know, we all liked it, right? So... We would recommend seeing it, and then now we can shut this you know, off. And if you're on out, there'll be spoilers. Watch we'll do it and it. come back. Hey, come back. Don't click on a podcast if you haven't seen the thing either. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good idea. Obviously, yeah. we're going to talk spoilers here. Well, this more than most things has spoilers that could potentially ruin your experience if you knew about it's, it. And it, I was you, able to you avoid can't them. even get into talking about it at all without the spoiler warning. No, right. five minutes no. in, and it, everything it felt is important to say up top. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, How do we see this? How, uh, really quickly, before we dive into the episode, I saw it in a theater. I went by myself. It was pretty, pretty crowded. The local, you know, Koreatown theater here. So I got my uh, Korean subs as I like oh with my uh, Marvel movies, and I, I had a great time. And that's where I'll leave Mike. it. How about you guys? <laughs> I was going to say, literally, uh, this this feels like a movie where. Do we want to spend 30 minutes just chronicling our entire adventure, just watching it? I feel like because it was such an impact of a movie that I will remember every detail of this night for the rest of my life. So I know the whole story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys see it all together? We did, yeah. We did, this we is, did. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, my first time back to the movies, full stop. So first movie in 22 wow. months. Wow. Yeah, not for okay. me. I've been to the theater a no, few times, was, uh, but uh from from Birds of Prey to Spider-Man No Way Home. You can't wow. even say wow. first Incredible. movie post-COVID. COVID's still ravaging America. But Joe, you you yeah. waited a long time. You you did first the responsible thing. Worth boosted, it, right? Would you say? Oh, oh yeah. A thousand percent. Like this um yeah, like you said, Colin, one of those I don't 
Oh man, it's it is it's so hard to talk about this because it the smile that comes across your face even just thinking about this movie is so big. But yeah, absolutely worth it. Uh, one of my favorite theater experiences of all time. I mean, I, this one's gonna yeah. be hard to beat again. Yeah, we yeah, saw it in a pack theater opening night, right? Uh, not a huge fan of the theater we saw it in. It's not my usual theater. You know, it's not my Cinemark North Hollywood with its reclining seats. But, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'll give It'll it a pass a this time. But I probably won't be going back to that theater in the future. Uh, oh, but the crowd was great. You know, lots of cheering and clapping and all that, which I mostly would not like in a movie theater. But you know, on an opening night comic book movie, it's 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 okay. Yeah. Okay, well, how about this, then? Let's get right into it. Let's talk Spider-Man No Way Home, a.k.a. Spider-Man 3, 2, a.k.a. Spider-Man 8. Depending how <laughs> you look at all these films together, we're going to get right into it. Spider-Man No Way Home, right after this. formulating words after seeing it is just like oh, the, 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 those emotions can now come forth you know let the levees <laughs> open all right <laughs> colin whenever you're because we're back and like joe said we have these green goblin willem dafoe size smiles on our faces as we are uh watching and talking about this movie now again if we're just doing reactions here you know even even going into it i just want to say um the first thing i said when we walked out of this theater to, to Joe and Jacob and Cassie, uh, uh, Joe's partner who was with us as well, was, do you guys feel like the government commissioned that movie as a reward for us surviving COVID? <laughs> Does it feel like a fever dream wish fulfillment? It does. I mean, it still feels like a dream to me that this movie even exists because I never yeah. thought I would see what I saw in that it's, movie, but, uh, it's, it's like a shared hallucination. World <laughs> right yes. now, where it's like, yeah. Hey, just hang in there a little longer. Cause the MCU started in 2001, apparently like, yeah. Right. Right. You were a little before us, Mike, you saw like a, I think an hour ahead of, yeah. uh, and, and just to come out and to see your text, the first thing, yo, all caps, exclamation marks, <laughs> shooting yo's back. It was the opening scene of this movie where two excited dude. teenagers are screaming, dude, dude. I mean, yeah. that is what you feel. That's all I yeah. can send is like, yo, like, yeah, you get out of it and you yeah. just feel so good. I mean, it was the experience itself, yeah, I haven't had that in a theater in a long time. I think I felt better leaving the theater for Spider-Man than I have for anything besides Mad Max Fury Road in the last 10 years. Even wow. Endgame. Wow. I, I, mean, I truly don't know. Yeah, like Endgame, there's any other franchise. There's like good. Things you still think. You know what I mean? Like I saw the Avengers uh, in 2012 at the El Cap at midnight. Huge, crazy experience. Wow. That was probably the most comparable thing. But even that yeah. didn't have the same, like, I don't know, payoff that well, this did. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to judge it as a movie, like, in an unbiased kind of way because, uh, you know, I'm not going to come at it in an unbiased way because it's just, you know, mm -hmm. the, the fan service is just too much and I can't not like it. I don't think it's like a perfect movie or anything, but it's almost not even a movie more of a more of an experience just like endgame and infinity war kind of where like it's hard to judge them as movies because it's just like 
you know, it's just such an experience. You it bought the ticket. I, yeah, I, I have a bold take. I think it's the best comic book movie ever made. Oh um, my god! I don't even okay. think it's the best okay. Spider-Man okay. movie ever yeah, made. So but, no, no, uh, let me, let me, let's start let me there because I want to yeah, hear that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is not the best movie uh, about a comic book character. It is the best right. comic book movie ever made. Okay, this movie okay, I plays see what you mean. like a six-issue run of a Spider-Man story. Mm, yeah. The beats are not of a typical like three act structure of a movie. They're typical no. of the three act structure in a graphic novel or a combined first volume of a comic. Like it is insane that we have right. in issue two, he goes to Doctor Strange. And then, of course, you know, you're <laughs> going to get a Doctor Strange fight, but he's not going to stick around the entire time. He'll come back in issue six to kind of wrap up the story. Mm. But you're done with that crossover. Now we're moving into issue three where he's going to have a fight on the bridge with uh, Doc Ock and then oh, a teaser for Green Goblin. Like it is laid out like Amazing. a comic book. I think you wow. can make a case for he has done that. You know, I think you can make a case for Civil War. Uh, Infinity War in Endgame, but yeah, I think you're right. Um, so you think it's the best? It's the best MCU best, Spider-Man yeah, movie. Best, well, just beyond that, best oh, yeah. MCU movie, Joe. Is that what you're trying to say too? Your favorite now? I I don't want to like say that, but like I do. I stand by that it is the best comic book movie ever made. Like if you're uh, looking at it purely like that, right? I don't think anything else has succeeded the way it succeeds. And Joe, I've heard some criticisms. People talk about kind of the pacing and maybe, oh, the beginning isn't as good as the second half. But we're looking at it through that lens. I loved all of it. That's, I'm not one of those people. Yeah. But, you know, I've heard that, uh, you know, here and there. And it's like he's looking at it in the comic book breakdown lens where it's kind of these two issues sets, you know, where Doctor Strange yeah. and then the villain hunt and then the final third act, you know, big finale. That's kind of the way it's set up. I like it. And I'll go out and say this is my favorite MCU movie of all time. Period. Wow, Mike. That's Again, awesome. not a comic book reader, but when I did, it was Spider-Man, and this just brought so much joy to my to my life as right. a Spider-Man fan. That's all. Well, here's how I kind of feel wow. about it. It's like. Again, I think it's hard to judge as a movie because I don't think it's the best movie that MCU has made, but it's the best, like you said, Joe, it's the best like interpretation of a comic book as a movie. I agree with that. I think the best Spider-Man movie uh, that's yet been made is Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, so I can't say it's the best mm. Spider-Man movie, but it's it's close, I think. I mean, it's up there. It's hard to judge based on, again, a lot of fan service. It's almost like, yeah, just kind of this dream come true thing more than it is a film in certain ways. So yeah. it's hard to yeah. look at. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's, Into the I mean, Spider-Verse did do a lot of the things that this movie does before it. So you have to give that movie credit as well. well and yeah. now, like, we all like hey, that can, movie as well. Can I jump in on this part and just and just talk to Joe directly real quick? Because Mike just said, you're not a comic book reader. Jacob, you're saying End of the Spider-Verse is the best. Now, this concept, and we're going to talk about it a lot today, listeners. The Spider-Verse, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Now, that's written by Dan Slott, great Spider-Man writer. Um, he gets a, a first time credited in a movie and for this film. Congratulations to him, sir. Now, Joe, quick story. I, I swear to God, I'll go fast on this. I was watching something dumb the other day, and it had a supernatural element in it. I can't even remember what it was, where somebody ends up revealed to be, I'm Basat the Panther God in like this bad B-horror movie I'm watching. I'm like, oh my God, Basat the Panther God. Okay, interesting. I have this internal monologue where I go, 
Oh, that's the name of the god of the Black Panther in Black Panther's universe. That's how I know that. Interesting. Oh, Black Panther is the avatar of the Panther. That's what he's known as in the comic universe. Oh, Dan Slott came up with the idea that Spider-Man's the avatar of the spider. Oh, Joe, we learned that in the comic book series called Spider-Verse. Oh, you know, it's like this bad writing that we had to, like, convince ourselves that the interplanetary dimensional energy vampire Mordlin was, like, a good addition to the Spider-Man universe. And Joe, both those things that Mike and Jacob just said, they didn't have to put up with any of that. They can just yeah, recognize and see mm. that the best concept of a Spider-Verse that, again, Dan Slott came up with, that is stolen for both those ideas, this film and Into the Spider-Verse, the cool thing is, is Spider-Men meeting each other, Joe? We don't yeah. need all the other yeah. dumb bullshit. But why does oh, that mean, it, work? It even goes further back than that. In in 1996, when the animated series did it as in a one-off episode for the yes. ending. Uh, like, that was kind of the first actual inception of a Spider-Verse. Uh, and then Dan Slott did his entire thing, including uh, having some of those characters in and now canonized like what i love the most about uh, the concept of the spider-verse is absolutely spider people meeting each other and like having a conversation over their shared misery like there are scenes <laughs> in this movie that are directly lifted from uh, into the spider-verse it's a lot of the same themes in no particular right. order like my holy trilogy of spider-man movies is spider-verse no way home and spider-man 2 and those mm -hmm. i like yeah, I think that's a solid knock, top three. Knocked off the pedestal at this point, I think it's like yeah, going to be Here's impossible. It's a big ask, yeah. Here's what I think. So it's not the best Spider-Man movie, but it's the best. It's the movie that was made to please the most amount of people at once. So like, if you're a fan of the Sam Raimi movies, you're going to like this movie. Orgy. If you're a fan of the Andrew Garfield yes. movies, you're really going to like this movie. And if you're a fan yes. of you know the MCU Spider-Man, you're, you're still going to like this movie. So everyone... Well, all Spider-Man fans are going to come away from this movie happy. But let's let's point that out real quick too, Jacob. Except for now, listeners, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, go back true. and listen. We did an episode. We've done many episodes on Spider-Man, but we did one specifically mm -hmm. where we went through them all, kind of in order, and ranked them out by the the periods that they exist, the the characters yeah. that come into this world. Now, I re-listened to that episode, not to have rose-colored glasses here, mm -hmm. but. There were a lot of things about those two universes we did not like, guys. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, that a lot of people are coming at it with nostalgia, and like you said, Jacob, that it is pleasing those fans who were those people. Beyond that, the corrections it's doing, and I'm sure we'll talk about this, and I'm sure that's a mm -hmm. point you all want to make, but uh, the fact that it's satisfying us two who didn't like Spider-Man 3 thinks Amazing Spider-Man 2 is one of the worst movies ever made. Your words, Jacob, from that episode. <laughs> but oh, sure. we love Andrew that. Garfield Quoted. in this one. Well, I think we always said that we liked, like Andrew Garfield was a great P Peter Parker in Spider-Man in bad movies, but here he's definitely been vindicated in a way that vindicated. Vindicated? There we go. If you're a fan of his portrayal in those movies, like you're going to love this movie because it totally vindicates his character. So, I mean, like, like I said, I have my, my top three that are in no particular order. And then after that, I get very fucking specific about the order of what <laughs> movies I think are the best and worst. And I think, uh, 
you know, I, I don't remember what I said on that that episode, but I'm pretty sure my least favorite, everyone knows, is the last one, is No uh, Far From Home. Like Far From right. Home is my yep. least favorite Spider-Man movie. That's uh, crazy. To go from that to this, which is like, oh, oh yeah, that no, is that's undeniably a classic now. It's like yeah. they found a way to fix all the things people who were like diehard fans hated about this version and make the other versions look great at the same time. Like that balancing act of not only delivering, but like over delivering is insane to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, let, we, we're dancing around it, kind of talk about it. Let me just run through the rough beat like Brilliant. we already did yeah. comic book. And then we'll just get crazy because, you know, it leaks and stuff like that. As everybody knows, we do get Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire back as their Spider-Man. The cat's out of the bag. But the rough setup is, you know, they know who Peter Parker is after Mysterio outs him. Um, he doesn't get into college by as a result Having of that. A bad so time. He, yeah, he asked Doctor Strange to cast a spell to forget Spider-Man. He wants to make all these changes. Oh, but not Ned, not MJ. Spell goes awry. All of a sudden, other Spider-Man villains from the Sony films and Sam Raimi films are coming into the world. First, he's trying to just capture them. Then he wants to kind of reform them. And not only were villains pulled in in this effort, uh, other Spider-Men were too. And they must work together to right. cure all the villains. There you go. Hooray! No oh, way and this home. is what I love about... This is what this movie gets so right about Spider-Man in ways that maybe, you know, Joe had problems with before. But the, the whole conflict of this movie comes because Peter Parker wants to save these villains and because that's who peter parker is dr strange is like the uh true neutral character right where he's like you know what i believe is you know leave them to their fate fate shouldn't be messed with uh and we'll just reset everything but peter parker can't do that because he's a an internal optimist right he's gotta try to save them and so that's what kicks off this whole thing like basically there would be no uh, conflict in this movie if you just had said okay well we'll go on with what Doctor Strange wants to do um, and that's so Peter Parker of him to do that right? Oh, Jacob it just warms my heart so much <laughs> like yeah. yes A plus in Spider-Man class you absolutely <laughs> wow. are. and like you said this movie ends with where you wanted him to be all along and it kind of so resets is, yeah. the yeah. Yeah. When, we, when we were in the parking lot as we were walking into the theater the last thing I said to everyone is as long as Peter ends this movie broke and miserable, I will leave happy. That's exactly what I wanted. I got absolutely everything that I wanted from this movie. I got like, yeah, I I could not see being upset about it, man. And there's one, the one other spoiler I didn't mention. Let's, let's hold that, I guess, because it's a big plot beat, but okay. Um, I agree, and I'm glad you got an A on your Spider-Man class. You had to take it on the web this year. Um, I wish. Yeah, because that's Spider-Man. Spider-Man's the you know chaotic good character. Uh, He's just like I like that. Yeah, and you could you could good. say this whole trilogy, the whole MCU trilogy, is really an origin story. It's a prolonged origin story. That's for this a good story. Like the longest origin story ever done. <laughs> yeah, they did like, it. Wow. They did Long it. Con. They they like so when Homecoming started. I was like, okay, Iron Man's going to be a mentor. I'll get over it, even though I hate Iron Man. 
<laughs> Halfway through Insane. Far From Home, I was like, I'm out. I don't like this version of Spider-Man as much because of this Iron Man connection. I don't like it. Yeah. Uncle Ben not well, being a factor is finally starting to get to me. There's no consequence. He had money. I hate it. And this movie, it was mm-hmm. like they, they, they took every note and just right. delivered well, it's interesting and like because everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. because, Joe, you know, Tony Stark is this Peter Parker's Uncle Ben in a way because <laughs> Turns out. he's his... Right? Is his mentor role figure that, you know, dies and, uh, you know, Peter Parker has to deal with that. I mean, you could also say that Aunt May was kind of like his, his Uncle I Ben. I would say in this Aunt movie May as well, is his but, Uncle Ben, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's just, you know, he has to deal with a lot of loss. He loses his his male mentor order role, role model figure and then he, you know, then he loses his female order role model figure. His so. loved one. Yeah. yeah. So but that, that's, you know, that's the real moment. But before we get to the heavy, I do want to mention, you know, early we get another thing people were hoping for. I never saw this series, but obviously Netflix Daredevil, we do get Matt Murdock kind of showing up oh for a God, very brief Mike. scene. What do you think? What do you guys think it, about that? It's like, it's like oh, not I, even worse. So, so it, it happened. I I love it. I love it. But it's just yeah. it's it's a it's the thousandth pleasurable thing that happened to me at that moment. You know what I mean? It's almost right. like you you almost just forget it. Again, a moment where our audience clapped and went crazy. Well, that was one of yeah. the first reveals, right? Because that's sort of the beginning of the movie. Yeah. But as soon as I saw, so if you've been watching Hawkeye, you know, again, spoilers for Hawkeye. Light spoiler for Hawkeye, yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> Kingpin shows we up a day before this movie comes out on the Hawkeye episode. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Charlie Cox Matt Murdock's going to be in freaking Spider-Man. And I was yeah, right. It was basically a confirmation to me as well. Like, you know, this uh, tonight is the Hawkeye finale. So... I mean, who knows? Maybe there's a, a shot of Spidey swinging in the snow or something. At this point, like, I feel like anything can happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. that's true. Because he does the other run tie in, he's running through the snow at the end of this. Christmas Yeah, time. the other okay. tie-in I noticed oh from God. Hawkeye is uh, uh, when Yelena shows up and she mentions, like, oh, I saw your new Statue of Liberty, right? right? And then we see the, <laughs> What's that? the new Statue what? of Liberty in this, yeah. with in this universe. Shield. <laughs> why are they doing that, Mike? Why are they putting a shield on the Statue of Liberty? Because he's a um, hero. He's an American hero. Captain but, America. Um, we do see Rogers in musical. Because... Maybe it's just a big, uh, yes. big hit in Broadway. Yeah. Like, you know what? Yeah. We should put it on the statue. Rogers is real big right now. <laughs> it's a marketing stunt. Yeah. They do like when they turn the uh, you know magic castle into like a cupcake or some shit for anniversaries yeah, at Disney. Yeah. Like, the same thing in oh, Statue wow. of Liberty. <laughs> um, I do want to mention too that this subtle thing, like the before uh, Matt Murdock shows up, there's like a long take when they're trying to MJ and they're trying to get away from the crowd, and it's that long take of Peter pulling the blinds down and the TV and the breakup with. Um, Aunt May and happy like that scene is like two some odd minutes of just this one take and it's it's really well done. So even Love down that. to that level, they're nailing it. Not just the fan service, but craft. Everything looks great. Oh. I mean, I, it's incredible. The claustrophobia of like you know people grabbing at him while he's trying to swing away with uh. her. It's all really well executed. I 
was going to say so many assholes just saying, ah, and this Spider-Man, he doesn't even swing in New York. In the first one, he's in upstate New York. In the second one, he's in Europe or something. Where, where is he <laughs> swinging in the New York skyline? And we get this action-packed subway I sequence. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. He listened to the yes, that, that is, and I, again, they just like nail it. They nail absolutely everything that you would want, and the daredevil yeah. appearance too. It's not like, oh, if you know, you know. Like he has a hero moment in it as well. Like it is fully acknowledged that this is Matt Murdock. He's a really again, good lawyer. It's just like a comic book. Like that is exactly how Daredevil would appear in one scene of a comic. Like that is how these are done, and like it finally feels like it. Yeah, he catches the brick, keeps Peter from being served. Yeah. You know, good lawyer. I wanted to mention, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you're talking about so the big, the inciting incident in this movie, uh, you know, Peter's identity being revealed to the public. It's interesting because in the in this world, in the MCU, most heroes are like their identities are known. He's like the one anonymous superhero because he's a young kid. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just think it's interesting that it kind of goes into how would your life be affected if that happened to you. Um, because you know all the Avengers, people know who people know who Hawkeye is. They recognize him on the street all the time, and that kind of thing. So I just think that's an interesting angle. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, the thing yeah. I love most about this movie is every action now has a consequence, which is you know the ultimate Spider-Man thing. Like no matter what he does, he's going to lose. Like that's the Parker luck, right? Um, mm. Up until this movie, like nothing really ever has a consequence. There's always a safety net, and then. In this movie, every single little tiny decision has a consequence on the rest of the movie. Like, we wouldn't have the black and gold suit if someone didn't throw paint on his suit and he couldn't, like, get it clean in time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. Yeah. It's like every everything this movie is doing not only builds upon the legacy of Spider-Man as a character in media, but it strips away and takes the training wheels off of the MCU Spider-Man that everyone had some people had issues with, like you said, he always, he had, a, he had a machine to make a brand new suit, even after Tony died, like he yeah. still has resources and they take away everything. And now we're just back to neighborhood Spider-Man with a sewing machine and some light. Oh, you know? shiny, it, it shiny, shiny, shiny. So happy. Yeah. It's and when incredible. he started, it's incredible. he was, you know, very low stakes. Uh, you know, Vulture was the first, uh, villain that he had to fight. And, uh, Vulture wasn't even a totally bad guy. Kill mode and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the yeah. next movie, like you said, uh, you know, he's basically has the training wheels on with Tony Stark looking out for him. He has all this technology. Now it's like the training wheels are off. He's got a. He's. We kind of see him mature from being being a young adult or a kid to becoming a full adult. He's graduated high school now. I really like the arc of Peter Parker over these three movies. Even if you weren't super happy after the second movie, like we got to where you wanted to go eventually, and I think the oh, whole yeah. journey was worth it. Absolutely. I mean, like. You know, we know based on current reports that they are doing another trilogy and like that I really has potential. Like where we leave this Spider-Man has potential to be my favorite take on the characters ever. Like, and, and the thing I love about this movie, too, is. You know, the first one, the stakes are pretty low. I think they nailed that about Spider-Man, right? Like Vulture, it's it's all about money and some weapons getting on the streets. Second one. It's mm-hmm. oh, all of Europe's going to be destroyed by this guy who's going to take <laughs> over. You start to lose me a little bit. This has a big comic book feel to it, has big battles. The stakes are all emotional. The stakes are 
at any given point, like Doctor Strange would just put the universe back together. Sure. You know, no matter well, what happens. Even you know if what he I mean? couldn't, the Joe, all... yeah, the stakes are a maniac on a glider might throw some bombs at a building. And you're like, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. And somebody should stop that guy. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, and the, the stakes, stakes are really all like, caused is, by is Peter, Peter wanting to the sacrifice yeah. or not. Like, that's it. Right. It all just boils down to. You're both right. Right. What and like you said, Parker cause and effect. <laughs> You know, if 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 Peter hadn't been so much himself and just went along with uh, sending them back, you know, Aunt May would still be alive. All these things would still be his life would still be ma- mostly normal. Uh, but because he had to try to save everybody, um, you know, he he gets shit on. And by the end of the movie, it's like, yeah, that's kind of that's how it goes, right? Uh, yeah, it's an interesting setup to have. Basically, here's a ton of villains from Spider-Man, and the conflict is not how do we beat them up, how do we save how them, do we how do we cure, cure them? them? Yeah, that's, that's the Peter that's Parker way, and he that succeeds cool. in the end. Like they cure, they cure all these villains who apparently were all good guys and, until they whatever happened, whatever <laughs> they fell into to turn into a, a people got to be watching where they fall, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people be falling. Yeah, yeah. That to do it. You know, electric yeah, okay. yeah, you know, some of that stuff. So, but speaking every, of villains, well, should we before, talk about Before them? we jump to villains, and then I say we jump to Spider-Man, mm. let's wrap up the yeah. Spider-Man yes. talk of just okay. final things you liked about, quote-unquote, this movie as a Spider-Man movie. I'll say, you know, I found it to be very serviceable to its supporting characters. Zendaya, I think, is... Oh, guess what? Incredible. A very talented actress. Hot sure. Take. Well, the whole, the whole, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Peter, MJ, Ned dynamic is great in this. They have great chemistry together just they as a do. trio of friends and the FOS, the friends of Spider-Man, man. Uh, that's something that <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of was lacking in the other two. Like, you know, you had James Franco uh, yeah. being evil or whatever, but like you never had friend. a Ned character like, like this movie does. So I appreciate guy yeah, in the chair. Guy right. in the chair. And I buy MJ and Peter's relationship in this one more than I have in any of the previous mm. films. Like, it's there's definitely some kind of that sweet, innocent, you know, high school love going on. Like, it's, it's cute, cute and they're cute together. Yeah. They're, they're good actors. There's chemistry that actually works. Something weird about Spider-Man, too, is that, you know, they're dating in real life, apparently. Uh, right. Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone oh, well, that also for dated in real life. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst also dated in real life. So whatever oh, happens is... That's yeah, the you get these two young hot actors together, and they they you know they get together. I guess they get all spidered up. Well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think that works really well. Do we want it? I mean, his the big emotional beat Jacob kind of mentioned earlier was you know we big spoiler you know we we lose Aunt May in this film, and I was shocked. Um, Green Goblin is the worst of the villains, and the last to try to reform, and he. Uh, hits her with his glider, you know, and it's 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 tragic. She has like walking death syndrome now, or something. Well, she doesn't realize Mike, quick it. Quick story it's about terrible. that. Real quick. Shock, now, <laughs> Jacob, please stands up at this moment, walks it's out of our theater Look, to go use. I the had bathroom. a lot to drink. It's a long movie. But oh. As you just said, Mike, okay, walking death syndrome didn't seem like she was going to die, right, Jacob? Yeah, it was a big fake out because great she power stands comes up. Great responsibility, and he was like, <laughs> yeah good she's fine <laughs> no, I was walking well, here's the thing I was walking out I get to the back of the theater and I hear her say that I'm like oh wait she's about to die isn't she 
<laughs> because that's what Spider-Man mentors say right before they die. But it was a it was a great fake out, and it kind of I mean it makes sense to kill her off now because she's a limited kind of use character. Like they got everything they could out of her. Like the happy relationship yeah. was funny. Uh, the jokes about her being hot kind of didn't but, service her very yeah. well. But Marissa Tomei tried. Now, uh, Joe, did you find this to be the most horrifying death you've ever seen in a film? Just with how she's reacting and how scared she is. And when she's dying, she keeps asking Peter if he's hurt. Yeah, they mirrored the ultimate Peter Parker death in the ultimate comic by Brian Michael oh. Bendis, who they credited in the in the oh. credits as well. Where he's oh, like, wow. no, it's okay. You're fine. I did it. You're fine. Like, it's not about how he's dying. It's about how, like, oh, but you're going to be okay. Like, it, it was oh, it was perfect. Man. It was a perfect way to... And like, like you said, like, I don't <sighs> think that this trilogy really did her justice at all. But we did get the relationship with the friends, so I'll take that. And leaving Peter to get his GED with absolutely fucking no one knowing who he is. I, I take the death of Aunt May with a smile, oh. knowing that that's what we're getting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And the whole scene, the not to jump ahead too much, but the scene with the other Spider-Man talking about who they've lost and how they deal with it and everything. That was just such a good, such a good scene. Yeah. And, and I want to, cause what that scene mentions, I want to say one more thing about um, yeah. Aunt May is, that kind of was the moment that pointed their compass, right? And I think that's what we get in this, you know, before she even is dying, you know, when uh, Norman Osborn yeah. shows up and she's like, he, he needs help, you know? And it's like, we save people. That's, that's what, what we right. do, oh, yeah. Peter. That's what we yeah. do. And that is exactly why he makes that choice. So she focuses his compass and then that, leaving this world with that uh, ingrained into him. That totally. This is what Spider-Man yeah. does. I, I teared up a couple times in this film and that Same. was... One such moment. I definitely oh, teared up a couple times. Um, but <laughs> now, let's, I was on yeah. the edge of the tears the entire, the entire movie. Just let's, like, <laughs> let's talk about that real quick. Now, when we walked out, Joe said he cried a little. Jacob said he had tears in his eyes. Me? I grabbed Jacob's arm so hard at one point, I thought I was going to break his arm. His eyes did oh, not no. leave the screen. It was like you weren't feeling what was happening to me because you were so caught up. Yeah. I was doing it because I felt like I was being electrocuted. I was so happy. I looked what? around behind me. Oh, Other wow. people were also losing control of their body. And yeah. we will talk it about that. It was truly like a euphoric experience to be watching it in a crowd, punch the whole crowd into it, between cheering and crying, yes. like, so, yeah, it was a great so experience. Like, the, the coolest movie ever, uh, the movie experience ever that I have like in my head as like that is what the movies are supposed to be is the opening of Scream 2 where oh, like, wow. everyone's watching Stab and they're like oh, yes, losing yes. their mind. You know what I mean? Like that is always what I think of it. Mm-hmm. No Way Home felt like you were there. Like it felt like you were in it. There were so yeah. many points where like nothing would be happening on the screen. Not that like, you know, it would, it would be like a quiet talking scene and I would just like burst out giggling. Cause it was just like <laughs> unbelievable that this was happening, that this wow. is what we were seeing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I cannot remember the last time something like a movie brought me that much joy. Like, I, I don't know, man. And the I whole really crowd was just so into it. The, you know, the audience was into it. It was like, we were all kind of feeling the same emotions. And it's like, that's not something that you could could have got if you just watch it later on DVD or whatever on streaming. Um, this is a movie that like the experience of seeing it opening night with that crowd and just the emotions. It, it, it was a, it was a lot, you know. 
Under normal circumstance, I would be annoyed with that type of behavior, as we said in the beginning. But in this particular instance for this film, if I was watching it it enhanced, yeah, if I was watching the Green Knight in theaters and people started like cheering and clapping, I'd be like, (laughs) 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 but for this, this is the perfect kind of experience for, and this is something that you know, Martin Scorsese has made comments similar to this that people have said, like, oh, he doesn't understand like Marvel movies, whatever. But he, what he's saying is like, this is a different kind of movie than like yes, a lot of other movies. It's a theme park ride. It's not a bad yeah. thing, but it's just different. And that's okay. You can like both those things. I never things. cried on a theme park you, ride. You can like both those things and you can support one of the greatest actors in the world, William Defoe, at the same time. We've got this and Nightmare, Nightmare Alley both in theaters. Like right. there's room for everything, Yo. man. Yes. So right, Joe. Let's, let's, yeah, and this that's a perfect transition to the villain side here. Let's talk some of these villains here before we get to the, the men that are spider. Uh, Willem Dafoe, chiefly, you said his name first. Joe, what's your take on this? And when I see him, it's like it's, he's back and better it's, than it's ever. It's insane to me how every character in this movie is also better than they were in the original movie. Yes, <laughs> even the good like, people. Yeah. Yes, yeah, agreed. Like, yeah. A Green yeah. Goblin is unfucking real how good that performance is when he broke the mask which happens you know like you see him once in the classic 2001 suit mm-hmm. and then the next scene you see him and he breaks the mask and i was kind of like ah man i'm a little bummed i was hoping we would see that again absolutely not like getting rid of yeah. that mask was the smartest decision they could have made because his face is just yeah he like, doesn't need yeah, a mask because his it. face is the scariest mask of all because he's <laughs> yeah. just Willem Dafoe, the freakiest looking guy. Well, that's guy. what everyone said. It's like, oh, they should have showed his face more in the original. And like Joe was saying, they're fixing everything. They're like, we'll yeah. give it to him, and then we're going to break yeah. it. And then he can do his Golem scenes, yeah. and it's going to be really now, great. We'll you throw know? some purple in there, so, so the suit, too, and we'll give him a little the hoodie, bag. Yeah. Like, but, everything but, that you want. Mm-hmm. Joe, those are the big moments. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the comedy. That's the that's the action. That's the drama. The Jacqueline Hyde that he's doing. Yeah, the fan service. How about the in the background after having conversation with May, just stuffing his pockets full of donuts? Willem Dafoe, just like <laughs> yeah. losing his mind. Willem <laughs> yeah. Dafoe. Yeah. And the scene where uh, he made that know, choice after yeah. Aunt May dies. That was not direction. Um, you know, Peter wants to kill him and he's just punching yes. him in the face repeatedly. It's almost like a Joker type of moment oh, because yeah. uh, he's just laughing. Mm-hmm. He's got the widest grin you've ever seen. He's just cackling and it's just like, man, this this guy. That hallway fight or building fight is so fucking good. The hand-to-hand combat oh, the in this yeah. is so it is, yeah. good. It is out of the this wrestling world. moves. There's a, like a lot of wrestling moves there's in this movie. A, there's a lot of luchador moves, which I really appreciate. Uh, they yeah. even ripped an exact That's a good uh, Spider-Man thing. They ripped an exact move from the PlayStation Four game, where you you know power jump up and then web the ground and shoot down with pressure. Like he does Classic. that oh, exact yeah. move from the game. I. I <laughs> Everything about everything about all of the fight scenes are incredible, yeah. especially have we with seen, William uh, Have we seen Spider-Man in this yeah. universe ever fight a villain with super strength? I mean, the whole point is is that you know Willem Dafoe, high on Goblin Serum, is saying you have all the power in the world, but none of the strength to take it and use it. Kill me! And you know they're just they're pushing each other further and further. It's it's a real Rise of Star yes. Wars. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> another Disney. Well, you know, property. I think the Sam Raimi movies always had the here. best villains with Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin, Alfred Molina, Doc Thomas Ock. Like, those are the two best, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, some of these guys Hayden are lesser. Sure. Like I say, Thomas Hayden Church hey, and uh, Lizard from Amazing Spider-Man kind of got the. You know, they didn't have as much to do in this movie. The main two that I really like were Doc Ock and Green Goblin, with Electro being the most improved from his original role. Yes. Most improved. So let's stick with Raimi then, because Goblin shows up at the end of the Dr. Octopus fight. And I really like that on the bridge, using the underside of the bridge. And like he was really, really intimidating. Mike, the the Um, youth face technology working for you on Molina? Didn't didn't take me out of yeah. it at all. The big yeah, difference so here is that I the arms, obviously, in Spider-Man Two, were all practical. Here, they're all CGI, but it allows. I don't know if it it's better, but it allows them to do more. You know, in post, he can kind of fly things. around and do whatever, and it's a lot easier to shoot that than you know. It's, you kind of sacrifice it's different too. Yeah. Like, you know, it, this is not a Doc Ock story. Like, Doc Ock is one pawn to play a certain role in Peter's story here, where you would argue like. Spider-Man 2 is also a Doc Ock story. It's a story about a scientist who, you know, gets lost in his creation and isn't focused on love anymore or whatever. But, like, this is, like, he's just there Mm -hmm. to serve a purpose. Like, it doesn't... The purpose he serves is great, and, like, there's enough payoff for him, but I don't know. Not in much. Yeah, Molina kind of gets lost to me when you have... kind of redemption of their characters with him i mean they fixed the chip that turned him evil basically which makes him good again and he kind of saves the day at the end where he pretends to sort of be bad yeah (laughs) uh whereas green goblin starts good in the beginning of this movie and then turns bad it was a Uh, trick (laughs) just me do you think it's dark passenger so here's the ultimate right they were pulled from a universe uh other universes where they their fate was to die fighting spider-man even though that's not true for all of them but there's a scene where they're literally like Mm -hmm. oh i know you 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 died fighting spider-man oh last thing i remember is doing this and then spider-man if you look at the the moment they bring up for doc ock he's like i had my one of my tentacles around his and i was about to have my machine work the yeah. way it would have worked is if he left that moment and went back to that moment, he's still going to die. The fix oh, sure. like, <laughs> that is like his awakening moment where he's like, oh, I have to sacrifice yeah. myself now. It's so going it almost critical. like works. Yeah. Because we, we, I watched Spider-Man 2 right when I got home from No Way Home. And mm-hmm. like it almost works where like oh, wow. if that's the moment he got taken out of and then comes back to, it is like he just awakens for no reason other than like, Oh, Peter talked me into it, which, you know, like in the original movie, you get like, yeah, they had a heartfelt conversation and it worked, but maybe there is this other like supernatural element to it, you know? Right. That's why he grabs it and goes down with the ship, you know, it could have worked. That's interesting. The other ones that are... Well, yeah, because no, like, like pointing like an inconsistency, it's like, you know, Green Goblin would just probably die, but like the lizard was just cured. Like he doesn't right. die, you know, like. Yeah, they say some of them died. Did yeah. But uh, yeah, Green but, Goblin, didn't yeah. he kill himself by accident using his glider, basically? Spider-Man yeah. jumped out of the way and, and flew Mike, into him. Yeah. We're not on him yet, but our amazing boy gives a speech at one point about how he stops pulling his punches at one point. Is the implication that he goes up against the lizard a second time and beats him to death? It could, could be. be. Could be. And that's, yeah, there's or another encounter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but also, you know, he has the saddest kind not of, around anymore. No, no, we're not there yet. Don't talk about it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Or, we will get to that. Boy, okay? yes, uh, yes. But Electro, right? Electro. Yes. 
yeah, yeah. terrible in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Mm. Look was terrible. Again, fixing um, problems. Yeah, origin was ridiculous. But in this movie, he's... I mean, Colin, he was like your favorite part of the whole movie. Because every time he chimed in, he was he was hitting those those one-liners. It's, he was kind of the comedic It's impossible not to laugh at this guy. From the moment where he turns after giving a speech and says, y'all just going to pretend I'm not standing here buck-ass naked? And then later when they're getting cured, and you know he's going to turn. And he turns to Spider-Man and says, I got a really important question I got to ask you. Are those your Legos? It's just yeah. clearly the suggestion from John Watts, the director of this film, was, Jamie, we have a script. If you don't want to say a word of it, that's completely fine. And God, it works, man. <laughs> and his yeah, look is so much better. We see the classic amazing. costume look to him. The yellow yeah, lightning a million bolts. times better. I mean, you could yeah. argue, too, that like, he seems way more yeah. threatening. Yeah, I mean, like, he even in the movie is like, I, I like myself a lot better here. So, like, that <laughs> yeah. is his whole yeah. motivation is like, I just want to stay here because I like who I am here. And, yeah, I, I totally agree. I like who you are here too, man. Another person who also didn't know who Spider-Man was. Right, even at the end, like, he, he says, like, know oh, I thought Peter you were going to be identity. <laughs> So, there's a bit of an issue Maybe. with that that that. Plot contrivance. Well, we also but had whatever. Tom Hardy you know, Venom who didn't it. even have a Spider-Man in his world. No. So how would he know who Spider-Man is? Why is he coming to again? The I guess my fix for this is he's mind. sitting there. He's getting. He, it's the same scene exactly. You guys. He's he's uh, he's writing on the pad. Mm-hmm. You're telling me this happened. You're telling me this happened. You're telling me this happened. Instead of cutting to the bartender, it's Topher Grace next to him getting a drink. It's the other that Venom. Would be Why wouldn't you just do hilarious. that? Wow. That would have been great. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe they couldn't get really Topher. Actually, he's busy doing other stuff. <laughs> doing oh, what, Jacob? Come on, I don't know. He's too busy. Oh man, um, that's good. So, Lizard, I think uh, short beat. Yeah, here, Lizard though, and Sandman. Oh, yeah, I didn't even know sure. you could talk. Yeah, like there's a couple. <laughs> Amazing. Of Lizard and Sandman. It's almost like I don't know if T- Thomas Hayden Church and Rise Iffins were even like invited to have a larger role or they were just like you're gonna shoot like one or two days with a with a you know green screen thomas Thomas hayden church didn't shoot at all he did not shoot anything that the the only when they turn him normal that is ripped directly from spider-man three dog and then adr oh that's why he's mostly in like a a sandy guy for that's why he's in his sand form the entire time it's only adr that he did now, Joe, is your favorite line That's in nuts. this entire movie when he comes in and says, Peter Parker, it's me, whatever his real name is. Do yeah, you me, remember Flint me? Marco? <laughs> you remember Flint me? Marco. Yeah. What's Peter going Parker, on? Parker, it's me, Flint Marco. Flint Marco, do you remember me? That's his yeah. opening line. And he's like, he's like uh, no, not really, dog. Can you, can you help me out? And he gets tricked okay. for a second. And it's like, oh, the oh, no. I still you've ever heard. Sure. Um, so, yeah, he does really feel like, oh, like that yeah, could have been yeah. like you know Firestar or Iceman <laughs> to just be like I'm I'm Peter Parker's friend and you're Peter Parker, right? <laughs> that is very yeah. comic booky yeah. though. Hey, you might not have read exactly. that comic book. You need to right? introduce <laughs> myself. I'm telling you, man, this movie. It should come up in the corner. See Spider-Man Three. <laughs> it, it, it started. It yeah, started yeah. with the shows on Disney Plus with Wandavision, where I was like. You know, I think they're going to really just stop making movies and start making comic books as movies. It's like Endgame and Infinity War. You could argue like those are 
so far adapted from the original source material. It really is like, you know, they're just making a movie that is sort of that story. These are original stories that are comic books. <laughs> like, it, it just is a comic book yeah. on screen with really right. great cosplay and performance. Well, like with the, the Hawkeye, you know, I knew that was going to be based on the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run. And I thought, oh, this Jeremy Renner doesn't really, you know, this Jeremy Renner Hawkeye doesn't really fit the tone of that. How are they going to do that? But what they've done is kind of put elements from that, but not, you know, adapt it directly. But there's elements there and it, it, it works better, right? Yeah. And also, I think like just the universe they've created, it really, Colin, do you remember when we used to say, yeah, Andrew Garfield's a good Spider-Man, but Spider-Man's never going to be in the MCU. We're never going to get to see Spider-Man in, with these other characters. I believed that. And then, like, yeah. we got Spider-Man, and it was like, well, X-Men will never happen. <laughs> Flash forward a couple years, and you have Tobey Maguire in an MCU uh, movie. Like, who would have fucking thunk? It is outrageous that this is how this has played out. Yeah. And now, I believe, is a perfect time to uh, talk about the Spider-Men. Well, hold on, like, Mike. Shall we, we make dive in on the Spider-Men Let's find the Spider-Men coming up okay, next. Please. Let's find the Spider-Men coming up next. Uh, Peter Parker. Youth pastor. Youth pastor. <laughs> youth pastor, Parker. We're back. We're talking Spider-Man 3 with three Spider-Men. Ooh, interesting. And this is the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Honestly, not for me. Yeah, because were you spoiled? I yeah, did not Jacob. read any spoilers online. Interesting question. 100% no. 100% no. Because I guessed that it was going to happen, but I ha- going into it, I did not Agreed. know for sure. I was, I was kind of hoping that it would happen, but I... I wasn't going to be let down if it didn't happen because I was like, well, maybe it won't happen. Obviously, I knew the villains were going to be in it, but... Uh, Joe, did no, you I know did for know. sure one way or another? Sure. I didn't know for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, like, obviously... There were there were so many rumors that, like, at the time, now, now that it's all happened and it all, like, spoiler alert, every rumor was fucking real. Yeah. Everything you ever wanted, you got. <laughs> that's what's crazy uh, about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing that blows my mind. There was a point where, like, I truly thought, no. Like, I was like, team, no. It's not going to happen. There's, you know, and we don't even need it. That's that's kind of outrageous. Like, that's kind of, at this point, wouldn't it be fucking funny if they weren't in it? Like, that's, like, how my brain yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. And... Right. Well, I we don't were, know. I want, well, I'll yeah. just say Jacob had pointed out to us in that trailer. Yeah, yeah we were talking about the trailer. There's a moment uh, it seemed like, like people were erased, and we all thought interesting. Now, Joe presented what I thought was the best argument to that, which was you don't see Doc Ock and Goblin in that fight. They turn sides and team up with Spider-Man. Mm. I thought, oh, that's interesting. That sounds pretty good. I definitely think that's what it could be. Going into yeah. it. Wasn't no, I sure. kind of suspected that I kind of suspected from that trailer shot and things I had read online that like, oh, maybe Garfield and McGuire were uh, mm. painted out of that scene. 
but you know, it was still very inconclusive, yeah. so I didn't know for sure. And I liked it that I wasn't spoiled on things going into it. Even looking at Twitter, I didn't try to hide myself from it. No. I just was able to not see any spoilers, which is amazing. I mean, the, the, the good really. thing is that they would trend every day for the last like six months anyway. So like their names were both <laughs> trending, but like they had been trending for the right. last for weeks and weeks leading up to this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll tell you, my attitude changed entirely after the last episode of Hawkeye. When Kingpin came out, I was like, holy shit, Kingpin's here. Okay, well, now I think Matt Murdock's definitely going to be in this movie. I remember texting you guys as a joke that, like, people were saying Kingpin was going to show up. And I was like, they're they're fucking insane. You think they're just going to, like, oh, Kingpin's here. Yeah, oh, Daredevil's here. It's all happening. Yeah, it is. It's all happening. Like that's like the <laughs> craziest out. thing. Yeah. It's like, oh no. Well, we should we have expected because true. MCU, like, they have a very consistent track record of doing these kind of things making and making you know, yeah. Good so movies, I didn't so. see any spoilers yeah. either. Um, I mean, I saw the Andrew Garfield like photo, the, the you know where he's sitting on the green screen. Somehow I came across that. Um, yeah, those leaks oh, that okay. were out forever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, okay, it looks like they are going to be in it, but I wasn't sure to what extent and how effectively they would be used, but I, I pretty much avoided any of the other leaks. And when all said and done, as Jacob said, they have a good track record of doing it. Not only are they doing it with their own films, now they're bringing in a franchise, like Joe said, the MCU started in 2001 now, apparently. Yeah, right. it's crazy. Well, even if it's you so saw wild. pictures or something on the internet, those could be fake. We don't, yes. you know, anything could be fake. fake on the everything internet. Everything looked fake yeah. because everything it just was fake. like, it was too outrageous There's to no believe it was real. Like, it all looked like bad photos. <laughs> yeah, what happened. I realize is that this yeah. movie is written by a computer which had read every fan theory online and said, <laughs> right. let's just do it. Let's just do everything. Yeah, Why, not? Why not just let them have it? I was okay with it. I think when I saw, when we saw Evan Peters show up on WandaVision, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I thought, you know, at that point, I even thought they were going to go all the way and be like, oh, the X-Men are in this oh, universe. No, we got J- Jacob, Bowman. That, that's yeah. an interesting a, question. Yeah. Is this the last hot hand you can be dealt? Because there's all this stuff now about like, well, the Flash is going to have Michael Keaton's Batman. And it's like... Okay. Or, ooh, what if Doctor Strange had Hugh Jackman's Wolverine? Okay. After (laughs) this, I believe that all those things can happen, but I will never be impacted in the way I can again where, for a minute, I was the age I was in 2001 when my best friend Tobey Maguire came out and told me I was a good little boy again. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Well, it's funny. The DCEU is constantly like two steps behind Marvel, right? All the time. It's a bad format at this point because they just tried to get ahead of it. They were like, Michael Keaton's in this movie. Ben Affleck's in this movie. They're all here. Look, we're we're not hiding at all. Nobody gives a shit. Anyway, what if now it's like, oh, do you think you'll do the dance? Yeah, insane. So, so we we, Ned has a sling ring that they lift off Doctor Strange during the fight. That Peter Ned's magic. Yeah, Ned can do magic. Magic. Sorry, he has it in his family. But anyway, he's he's looking for Peter. You know, and they're desperately saying find Peter Parker. And when they do, it's not Peter. The first thing we get a, a much taller. What seems to be maybe well, more skateboard now, uh, aptitude? <laughs> well, yes. Now, I did the impression for these two the second we got out to the parking lot out by my car. He, Mike, he does a – there's a hobo figure standing by the trash cans, <laughs> like a dirty hobo who's just like rifling through the garbage. Uh, Peter! Peter! 
He, do, he listeners. He does like a goofy little. He's pointing at himself. He walks up like the Three Stooges. Mike. Yeah. People could see the glare of the eyes. A woman started screaming behind us. Did you know in that moment? Oh man, yeah. And my theater was going crazy when they realized that it's Andrew's Amazing Spider-Man. Like they were hooting and a hollering as if there was a bow guy on screen and Jacob was in the theater. It was something <laughs> <laughs> like full bow guy madness. Yeah, man, that reveal. Oh, it was just like. Once I wasn't you got expecting one, it. you knew the other one was coming. No. You know what I mean? Like once one yes. was there, it was like, oh my then god, we're know. getting a moment with him, and and it's such a long moment, and it's so funny, and there's like the immediate acknowledgement of like, oh, here's how I'm a different actor. Here's how my performance is different. Oh, I'm saying all these science words. I'm obviously older. I'm obviously like a little more charismatic. <laughs> yes. It, 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 it's just so it's so hard to talk about because the smile just but gets yeah, so yeah. wide. Joe, that energy all goes out the door. And this is what I love about the performance of Andrew Garfield is he is playing it like the camp counselor who just graduated that role. Who's like, oh, there's young people here. Okay, Hey, everybody. So here's what we're doing. And the second he sees the actual camp owner come in, he's like, oh, thank God, I'm not in charge anymore. So what do we do? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Jacob, what was your your experience? We were talking about the the Andrew Garfield reveal. And, you know, my my theater went crazy. Oh, man. See him coming out. He's the first when we get because yeah yeah that was the moment right well, because quickly, it starts it's so, a long movie and the yeah. plot is actually picking up at this point and i was forgetting that that yes. was supposed to happen so when it happened i was like oh oh yeah. god you know but you give up by that point happening. mike because like you said we're an hour and a half yeah. into a two hour and 45 minute movie which is an issue with this film but still you're like oh it, it's somehow. gonna almost be over <laughs> nope <laughs> bam yep well, yeah, and it's the perfect amount for them to be in the movie because if they were in it earlier, it wouldn't have had the same impact. Like, saving them for, like, the third act actually, I mm-hmm. think, made the movie There's better. There's still so and, much we get with them, too. Like, that's yeah. what blows my mind. Yeah. This is Meet not a cameo performance. Yeah. But they actually appear at, at Peter's lowest, mo- lowest point in the movie because this is right after... And May dies. So he's kind of in mourning. His friends are trying to cheer him up and they and well they haven't heard from him, so they're trying to, you know, get a hold of him. And then that shot, I love that shot of like the reveal of Andrew Garfield because it's so mm-hmm. far so out, right? Far so you out. don't exactly know what's going on at first. And as he starts to walk towards you, like, oh, is that the uh is that the amazing Spider Man mm-hmm. two suit? <sighs> and then he comes through, amazing. So and good. then the Toby Mogar yeah, one. But he's coming in like a that little after. showdown. The little showdown. The little, oh, yeah. showdown. The little showdown. Where it's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Like flip, a little acknowledgement. And like. You got Ned's grandma giving the comedy. Get the the, so, the the fact that we got them. Like I thought when we, when we got them, maybe a, a little cameo, you know, two seconds. We get emotional payoffs for both of them. We get resolutions to their character arcs in their original franchises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's from other movies. Insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Andrew Garfield, obviously, I think he was the strongest performance of the two. Um, he was just so, be, like, he just seemed so happy to be there, so happy to be returning that character. And then the moment, obviously, where he yes. saves MJ who's falling in the same way that Gwen Stacy was falling. That was such a great, like cathartic moment. You know, I started yeah, that's, crying. That's at that another moment. one for that me too. Yeah. When, when, that, add yeah. that to the list. He's man. crying yeah. so hard. He's so, he's so 
impacted by what he's finally been able to do that she says, after he says, are you okay? She says, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, MJ's so good, too. And he says, yeah. yeah. And the way that's set he up says, is, yeah. uh, you know, Tom Holland is 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 jumping after her. He gets kind of taken out goblin. of it by Green Goblin or something. And then I see, and then I'm sitting there in the theater, and I just see Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I'm just pointing at him, like, in the theater, like, <laughs> oh. He's going to do it. He's, he's going to jump. And, and instead then, of webbing, yeah, he the audience was losing her because he learned his lesson. And and what did what did um, well, what did he say after she asked if he was okay, Joe? Or he said he said, "Are you okay?" And then she said, "Yeah." And then she said, yeah. "Are you and okay?" He says, "Yeah." yeah. Like he acknowledges, crying, right. he yeah. says, "Yes," but it did it. Like he gets a resolution moment, to his yeah. art. And like there is so you know a, a criticism, I guess. There is an exact scene that's the same as the end of the Spider Verse, where you have all of the Spider People be like. Hey, you know, here's the moment that turned me into Spider-Man now that you're at the moment that turned you into Spider-Man. Right. Mm-hmm. But this scene actually does it a little better because there's less people on the screen to share that moment. And every single person has a different answer. You get yes. Uncle Ben, Gwen Stacy, and then Aunt May. So it kind of like, great. You don't have like, it was my Uncle Ben. It was my Uncle Benjamin. Like, you don't have like one yeah. of those weird moments, you know? So it made everyone feel right. like a little more unique. In Spider-Verse also had the element of comedy where it's like, oh, one of them is like a noir right. Spider-Man, one of them yeah. is an anime Spider-Man. One's a pig. And the emotion's still there, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this Which is I love, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, I want all of the Spider-People, but like it just being so condensed to have that scene, yeah. which is fucking outrageous. It's three dudes from different universes who all have radioactive spider powers, like delivering these emotional reactions to the hardest moments in their lives. It's 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 amazing how good everyone oh my who plays God. Spider-Man is at acting. Yeah, like, yeah. Can I? All three yeah. of them are incredible. Andrew Garfield especially was just crushing. I think he's probably the best actor. I mean, Tom Holland could be a good actor as he goes on. He's still young, but Andrew Garfield has been nominated for Jacob's an Oscar. Jacob's so excited for the Uncharted uh, movie. That's, yeah, you right. keep saying Oscar nominated. <laughs> I want to piggyback off Joe's point about these kind of dudes talking about the emotional shit in their lives because you don't see that a lot. A little bit more with Disney you do now, and it's important. We were talking about how Lord of the Rings is a lot of that. And to get that now when yes. Spider-Man is so strong and like literally, even though it's like a fan service moment, like when Toby's like, no, you're amazing, Andrew Garfield. You're amazing. And it's like, yeah. I know it's dumb, <laughs> but like, it, 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 yeah. it, you know, it hits. And then, it, 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 well, and one of them says at some point, like, I've always wanted Andrew brothers. Yeah, brothers. Yeah. They're essentially like meeting your twin brother from like yes. an alternate dimension. Now, yeah. Let me Parkins, ask you about right? this, Jacob. If you met your alternate twin brothers from another dimension and <laughs> all of them said their girlfriend's name were MJ and your girlfriend's name was Gwen, would you then return to your universe and be like, I got to find somebody named and MJ. MJ. Yeah. Hey, and do you guys, well, here's what they could do. Do you guys game. remember Amazing Spider-Man 3? Well, do you it. remember cut scenes for Amazing Spider-Man 2? She Shailene was cast. Woodley. Do you remember yeah. Shailene Woodley, Mrs. Aaron Rodgers oh. played MJ in that universe? Mrs. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's right, out there. Light, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man three anti-vaxxers. Spider-Man posed this idea with Venom that send Andrew Garfield back, let him be in it, and if that's the only yes. reason Eddie Brock was in the bar was to learn about other superheroes, then he could be like, "Where's that Spider-Man?" And then they find Andrew Garfield. Yes. That's all we need. Amazing Spider-Man three. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So there is some. Maybe they were in the same universe all along, and yeah. Tom Hardy just. It's interesting to think just about, never right? heard of. So Spider-Man. you have to wonder how how much of this is all planned out, and how much of it is falling into pieces or place. 
Uh, look at Morbius, right? Morbius the trailer uh, references Venice as Michael <laughs> Keaton mm-hmm. uh, as the Vulture. Right. Has a bus that says, where is Spider-Man? As if the Spider-Man of this universe is missing and has a murderer written over a Spider-Man uh, he stopped pulling his punches. In the street. So if Andrew oh, Garfield wow. stopped pulling his punches, is <laughs> oh, this wow. universe's... Is this Andrew Garfield's universe? Is Morbius and therefore Venom the universe for Andrew well, Garfield? Well, I would hope. The Michael Keaton vulture implies that so that's the he's only in the MCU universe. Uh, See, but here's Joe, my, yeah, to Joe's yeah. point, he could there's be. Do you think he was in, a, mm-hmm. in, in an issue one vulture he's suit? A different yeah, he's vulture. like in the classic yeah. outfit, Joe. <laughs> yeah, just another. You haven't seen him. I mean, could like be. variants can look the same. They don't have to look entirely right. different, but they can. I don't right. want to talk oh, about any of that like, Loki stuff. By the way, before we get to into that, I have like one dumb thing I want to mention. So when they're all doing science together, which is yeah, a great scene. All three Peters are just doing science together. Um, Andrew yes. Garfield's like, "Oh yeah, I can, uh, I can cure lizard. I've done it before. It's no big deal." Yeah, what are you guys staring at me for? It's no big deal. Do you guys get that joke for no big deal? NBD, which is what the kids say a lot. Okay, I, so you guys no. remember the Sony leaks? Oh, the Amy yeah, Pascal, the Amy thing, Pascal right? Sony yeah. leaks. They, uh, you know, one of the like emails was like, "We need to make Spider-Man more relatable to kids. He needs to listen to EDM <laughs> music, and he needs to say things That's like right. no big deal, NBD.' All the kids now, are saying it. Now, wow. Joe, yeah, you bring hilarious. that up. I said to Jacob in the car when we left. I think same thing. I think the uh, the exact same executive who said that stuff is the reason we got in this movie the uh, pairing with a new device line when it pairs with Doc Ock's arms oh, because yeah. kids know that from Bluetooth and some kids execs are pairing like, devices. Kids pairing pairing devices. devices. <laughs> like just just put that in there. Yeah, well, I think that was just a fun the whole thing with the, the nanobots like, coming onto his thing. Just yeah. making sense, but you got to get you got to have something to move the plot forward. But it's fine. Um, one, you know, one moment I just yeah. wanted to mention that it's just another minor moment, but it's so funny when Ned is talking about like, oh, is there an is there a best friend in your universe? He's like, oh yeah, I had to kill my oh, best yeah, he friend. He tried to murder uh, me after he tried to you know he turned evil and tried to kill me. It was it was yeah. heartbreaking, <laughs> which is great too. Just a hilarious. Ned Leeds one-off. is the hobgoblin in the comics. Oh. Ned Leeds is brainwashed oh. by uh, the hobgoblin to take up the mantle and become a a supervillain. So wow. In some universe, we haven't Ned seen Leeds a, is a villain. An Oscorp and Norman no, Osborn. No, and, and, in, in and specifically, Jacob, he says, "I went home here. There is no Oscorp. There is no Harry. I don't have a son. So, there. Do you think there's not a uh, Osborn in that there's the not MCU? A Norman Osborn. I think there can be. I, I be. think we need to see what happens in the next couple movies because, to be to be honest, like we are at a point now where I think anything is possible, and I do think you know we're getting another season of Loki. We're getting. Um, Multiverse of Madness, which the trailer right. for Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness was the second post-cred scheme here. Obviously, they're going to be connected. Who right. knows what's going to happen yes, in that? Point, you know, that movie could break it and then it reforms. You know, if you look at like Secret Wars, which is something that's been thrown around a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, like people love the original Secret Wars. The second Secret Wars, uh, which is less beloved, was an event in 2015 that was ultimately designed to get Miles Morales and some other characters that were stuck in 
other universes into their main continuity. Mm. So what they did is they did the second mm. Secret Wars where everything amalg- amalgamated into Battle World and then was eventually reset into a new universe. I, I, I Saying that kind of stuff used to sound insane. Now I don't think that's so crazy. Now I think like, yeah, maybe fucking... William Defoe will just be Norman Osborn in this universe from now on. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, and we we've been you know training audiences to understand the a multiverse and like it's yeah. not so nerdy anymore. Like, oh, okay, nah. so I hear you there. And who knows what could happen? Um, one question I have, and I want we haven't really talked about Toby. I think we all love Andrew. How could you not? So let's talk about Toby. But this ties into that when they send everybody back at the end and they say they're all going to forget who Peter Parker is. Do the Spider-Men remember their interaction with each other? Because I would hope that they do or my heart will break. I hope so. Or is this yeah. some sort of like, oh, I you think go they to heaven, will. so. I think they will. But like, you are Spider Man, so you're allowed to retain that memory. Like, yeah, like, he yeah. is Spider Man, so I would beg to believe you he can't can forget about other Peter Parkers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, I don't want to think I would about hope it too that Andrew much. Garfield because remember then you could that argue that, like, moment. well, if no one remembers, do they even remember that they undid that it, like, that all the villains were cured, or yeah. they just go back and then revert to where they were before? Norman, so. what are you doing here? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess we don't dive into, but Toby, Toby, you gonna you got your suit? Are you gonna do this uh, like a cool youth pastor? Great line from Andrew, but yes, he shows up looking <laughs> now, like a youth pastor. Yes, it shows up, which was an amazing line. So, now I, I agree with you guys: yeah. the weaker performance versus Andrew Garfield, but the writing does not highlight his abilities. They gave Toby the meme lines. You know, when we joked earlier and said mm-hmm. it's memes colliding, he does the back stuff. You know, he he he, he says literally. The, there are things called Raimi memes. I put it in the same category as prequel memes. Mm-hmm. Kids today, this yeah. is the oldest I'm ever going to sound in my life, don't want to like things. They want to make things as ironic as possible. And that's great. It's cool that you guys like that stuff and think it's funny for that. Just enjoy it is what I would say. I don't understand why you have to make a joke out of every every still image of those movies. Just enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's like the prequels because they're so yes, memeable, I but guess. But why? So Tobey Maguire, he has the he's the elder statesman Spider-Man. This right, Andrew Garfield is just super happy to be there, super like charismatic, upbeat. Tobey Maguire, he's a little older, a little wiser, and he's kind he's of the still sorry, so nice you know, and polite, been there before, and like kind of guy. goofy. He's such a goober, yeah. right? Compared to Andrew, right? And he, he captures yeah. that still, <laughs> and he's. And I think he played it exactly like he played Peter Parker in the movies. Like, there's no disconnect between you yes. know the performance. Like, he went back to that character, which I which now, I thought was great. Now, interesting points about Topher himself. I'm not going to bring it up here. I don't want to open us up to libel. Jacob told me some interesting things that maybe he's <laughs> I up explained, to. Look it up is all I'll say. Yes. We, we're not going to well, get I explained the here. reason that Tobey Maguire has been kind of blacklisted from Hollywood the last couple of years. It has to do with him being a celebrity poker player and he's they made a movie about high it, right? stakes poker games yes, with other celebrities yeah molly's game directed weird. by aaron sorkin is about that yeah so he's kind of been blacklisted sort of by hollywood well, I'm glad for they now, my question mike is pay scale for all these people who who do you because this is it is celebrity 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 hmm. i made the comment to jacob I think Topher, Topher, Jesus Christ. Now I've got Topher Grace on the yes. brain. 
Tobey Maguire got paid as much or maybe more than Tom Holland. What do you think, Mike? Ooh, interesting. You can't have the movie without him. You, you could not do it if it was just the amazing Spider-Man. It would be weird if Andrew Garfield showed up and he yeah, the second one up. of them showed up. But I feel like Tom Holland's probably got to be the highest paid actor in this movie, right? But he probably got paid more than you he think he got paid more than Zendaya. He probably Zendaya signed a five picture deal. Most, yeah. I think she's the highest paid yeah. actor in Dang, the movie. Yeah. So. Well, she's great. Well, she's. I mean, yeah, they're probably similar, but I think Tom Holland is probably. I mean, I think the star he got like a five picture deal. And, yeah, and whatever it was he in a is, flat rate, it's like a, yeah. a, a rookie contract. Yes, that's yeah. exactly oh, right, yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah. And the he other one's like, oh, early. Look, man, mm-hmm. you got to think like Andrew Garfield adored being Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire, like these guys right. were down to be Spider-Man as long as they were allowed to be yes. Spider-Man. So they mm-hmm. might have just been happy to be coming back. Joe, my other comment yeah. to Jacob was, I think Andrew Garfield flat got paid the least amount for this movie. I think even and Jamie Foxx made yeah, more he's than just that. happy to come yeah, back. But Andrew just because like, he's the nicest guy. This is great. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Thank it's like my mom still has it. I'll just go, I'll swing by her house. Yeah. I'll put yeah. it on. <laughs> but at the same time, I think Andrew Garfield is a bigger yes. name at this point in current time That's than Tobey Maguire. 100%. Like I said, it hasn't been working very much. I think we'll see all yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, we will really. see both of them again. I, I do. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Why would you not, in the final moment where you have, you know, the, the main villain of this movie is Green Goblin. It's it's a test of character. And uh, Tom Holland, young Spider-Man, our main Spider-Man, is about to fail that test. And, you know, Tobey Maguire swings in and has his Uncle Ben moment and then gets stabbed. If you weren't going to bring them back, you could have killed Toby there. Mm-hmm. True. I think it sure. would have well, played. I mean, they might want to just leave it open. It's played you know? like they were so going to kill sad. Toby, and then they were like, no, this is too good. We got to leave the door open. Yeah. Like, I feel like... Yeah, it's almost like, yeah, like they could bring them back now if they I think want they to, but they didn't want to close that door yeah. permanently. Yeah. Um, if, if they want... Yeah. If Sony... You know, Sony, they, they want to have a MCU and they're going to do all those villain movies, you know, with Morbius and Venom and like Crave. They're going to do all this crap. All they need to do to correct is exactly what Jacob said. Andrew Garfield's hotter than ever right now. Yes. Just put him in and you have your own Spider-Man. I think the post-cred scene for Morbius is going to include one of these Spider-Men. Yeah. I think there's no way it doesn't. There's no Interesting. way it doesn't. If you want that movie to be anything... That is the stakes you have to do. Because here's here's the problem well, with I think this the, movie that like we're not talking about that mm-hmm. I think is a problem. No movie is going to be able to top it. Like like Colin said, like <laughs> this card you can only play it once. Patrick yeah, Stewart, right. Hugh Jackman, they show up. It's like cool. We've done it this. It won't hit the same. Like this is the last. Well, this Trump is a thing that play. I've. It's a nuke. And this is something with the MCU, where after I saw Endgame, I was like, well, how are they ever going to top right. that? Am I going to start caring less about the MCU movies going forward? And then they throw out this banger, <laughs> and now it's like, well, I'm not going to underestimate them that they could do something else really good, you know? But this uh, banger's Spider-Man, you know, man. <laughs> like, like, But even, you know, the MCU, even their bad, even their lowest movies are, like, not terrible. They're just... It's the consistency of MCU yeah. that makes it so special because they're, the bad ones are just kind of average or whatever. They don't have the terrible superhero movies that so many other, you know, movies, especially in the early 2000s, kind of became. Yeah, have you guys seen uh, Eternals? So, Has anyone watched that yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. No. I haven't. I haven't. Oh, I haven't. <laughs> it's it's going to be hitting Disney Plus next month, so... Did you see it, Joe? Don't watch it. 
Doesn't matter. No, I have not. <laughs> so only um, one of us has seen this, but we all love Spider-Man. Yeah, Eternals sucks. is getting a bad rap. <laughs> yeah, it's the but worst. Shang-Chi came out this year. Shang-Chi Shang was, was pretty yeah. good. I do so like Shang-Chi. Like, even if there's a one that's Hawkeye's like... The, I think they, the best They show. haven't had a big bomb. Yeah, Hawkeye's incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look, we're yeah, not talking Hawkeye about the cool. Batman. They could do anything. <laughs> yeah. You I know, like this we also movie. watched Black Widow. Um, oh yeah, just okay. movies. Right. You know, w- let's let's get to our final thoughts on this one in particular too. But because we're talking about the future of the MCU, and because he was a character in this, the post cred scene that you guys were just saying, the multiverse mm-hmm. of madness. What did you think of that footage? And, and Jacob, are you excited for that movie? Do you even like Doctor Strange? I don't even know your opinion on Doctor uh, Strange. <laughs> uh, I thought you know it was okay. The first movie was okay. Um, he's not my favorite like character in the MCU by, by a long shot, but, uh, uh, I don't, honestly, I don't remember too much about what happened in the second post, uh, right. So it is, yeah, a- but the crazy thing is it's going to be directed by Sam yes. Raimi, who we obviously love. So it's like Sam Raimi's everywhere in the MCU. I mean, the thing now. it boils down to is you're going to get uh, a follow up on Wanda. So if you like WandaVision, you're, you're going to get some Scarlet right, Witch. Right, right. And uh, it's directed by Sam Raimi, which means, you know, anything could happen. Like, Toby could be in that one. Mm. But, like, here's the thing. I can't just judge oh, my movies by whether they're going to have Spider-Man in them. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. Like, that's I the thing that, like, that's well, the problem and, and with I think this you're right movie. That, it creates a paradox where yeah. it's like, yeah. I don't want the next one to be bigger this is than the- this. Like the next right. one, right? This is the highest high that yeah. it can yeah. be because if they do bring back Toby or Andrew again, it's not going to have the same impact that it had. This I don't time. want them to ever yeah. cross the universes again. I know we're doing the multiverse of madness, but really? I don't. I don't want like Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield and Toby McGuire to ever share the screen together again. I, I think. Okay. Uh, I, I think a Secret Wars. Maybe if we go there, but for me, like I'm satisfied with this, and if it brings Andrew back in a yeah, separate universe, the then I'm even happier, and that's perfect. That, that's yeah. the bring Andrew yeah. and Toby. Amazing back. Spider-Man three with Tom Hardy. Venom. Yeah, but yeah. Dude, for multiverse, uh, yeah, the biggest thing for me is just that Sam Raimi started off the Spider Mania, superhero mania, and now he's doing he's back at it again, and so I will see it for that reason alone because he kicked this whole like, thing uh, off. Do you like Benedict Cumberbatch, Mike? I like him when he's crawling along the ground, bleeding the dragon. <laughs> you, know? you like a smoke. I like a smoke. Here, buddy. I, well, I this is a crazy thing. So he's is in. Fine. It's, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, and he's in a movie this year, The Power of the Dog, directed by Jane Probably Campion, getting a lot actor, of Oscar yeah. buzz. He might win. Yeah, he might win the Oscar this year. <laughs> there you go. This uh, goofball. So good for him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he plays like a gay yeah. cowboy. Yeah, and then he says, "Scooby Doo, this shit." All right, let's oh, yeah. swing in. Let's 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 close all the portals. Let's cancel the spell. Um, Send these listeners back aunt. home. Oh no! Yeah, let's <laughs> do let's get him out of here. We gotta go. We're talking our final thoughts here. Spider Man: No Way Home coming up next. Can you crack my back. We're back. We're wilding out. We're talking Spider-Man. No way home here on Normus Like Us. Given our final thoughts on the third installment of an eight-film eight franchise <laughs> in the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I want final thoughts on this as well. But we were just saying topping. And I, and I would like to point out, Joe, you're saying the trilogy after this could be amazing. 
but you're also saying, how do you top it? We got that perfect Spider-Man you want. We got that perfect costume. But what does happen after this? He fights like Hydro-Man or the Jackal in this next movie? What what could make you excited as a Spider-Fan? I honestly, like, here's the problem with it. What would make me excited is to go the complete opposite direction now. Like, yes. what I've always wanted is is where we finally are, right? And that suit at the end. I, I We just got a glimpse, but, like, easily could be my new favorite Spider-Man suit. It's, mm. it's paying homage to his two Spider-Buddies, but also being the most faithful, accurate uh, oh, yeah. fucking Spider-Man costume Turns we've ever out. seen. Um, but it's a, a guy alone in New York. I really hope that we stick to those stakes. Kingpin is on the table. Scorpion is on the table. Like there are, there are places we can go that aren't to the spider verse. Like I really hope it takes it back to basics that it is a street level hero, uh, doing street level stuff, which is tough because box office wise, that's not what they're going to do. That's not what makes sense. You know, right. like this was a big multiverse craziness. I would be super thrilled if it was just like a, you know, movie in New York and Daredevil and Kingpin were in it. And it was just about like cleaning up the streets and getting, you know, community college classes. Taking his GED, well, yeah. yeah. like <laughs> the, real problems for real mm-hmm. spiders. The Spider-Man amnesia of the world that everyone, nobody knows who Peter Parker is. I don't think that's going to last because it can't like the, the Peter MJ story has to be resolved. They can't leave it where it is now. So I think the next movie will have something to do with him trying to uh, get her back. Right. He had a chance to, yeah, we'll see because it's like, he's in his lowest point. He's at Spider-Man two levels right now. Yeah. Yeah. And we should say that's how Joe wanted it to end. Jake and I were very in the camp of, I hate this. I hate this ending. I want my good boy, Peter to be happy. It made me very sad to see him alone. And I hate it in a, I hate it in an emotional way, but I do think it's a good way. To, it's a good place to bring the story to, but I don't think this is be, the guys. end of this his is, story. No, yeah, this, this is, is not the, the end of his story. If it's anything, it's it the is, beginning. And it feels yeah. so it's much only like the beginning. Give me, give me you know, police scanners my, and, and my main concern burritos and slices. Like, yeah, he's, he's a poor right. boy. And I'm excited to see that. Uh, my concern is that, you know, you said they want to do another trilogy. Tom Holland's made comments recently. Oh, I don't know. You know, I might be done playing Spider-Man. If I'm still playing Spider-Man at 30, you know, something's going wrong. He's 25 now. So he's saying in five years, he won't be Spider-Man. I don't know if they're going to get another trilogy or maybe it's just one movie or two movies or whatever. But, uh, it's, he, he, and he also said like, you know, I'd like to see a more diverse Spider-Man. I'd like to see a a female spider person, you know, Gwen Stacy, maybe, you know, or, uh, yeah. Multiverse. Just pull him in here and then our Spider-Man could do anonymous stuff. Look, yeah. here's my thing. Make yeah. a Spider-Man movie every six months. I'll be there. Like, <laughs> I don't exactly. care. Put Toby right. in one. Put well, Andrew in the box in office one. of this movie, yeah. uh, you know, second biggest opening weekend of all time yeah. now, maybe. You know, $240 million yeah. opening wow. weekend. I mean, that's Hollywood insane. In a pandemic. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's a big it's deal. Crazy. Omicron. Insane number. So, of course, they're going to make more Spider-Man movies. Yet. You know what I mean? Right. So that's a big market. We don't even know if it's yeah. going to get released over there. And it's still doing gangbusters and probably going to make a billion dollars if Omicron doesn't take theaters off the table. Right. But I think... 
the reason for that is obviously, you know, people love Spider-Man. Spider-Man movies always do well. But also, like Colin was saying, this was the reward for living through, felt like you it. know, 24 <laughs> months of pandemic. So a lot of people probably felt that way. And they're like, we got to see this movie. Huge opening. My, my other concern, uh, and this has nothing to do with the movie itself, but, uh, you know, I was reading about, you know, so Nightmare Alley, the new Guillermo del Toro movie mm-hmm. came out. Uh, terrible opening. Um, and... You know, there's kind of a conspiracy that Disney is like sabotaging all the Fox movies that oh. they, you know, they bought 20th Century Fox. They they released Nightmare Alley on purpose against Spider-Man to like because all the ones that were greenlit before they bought it, they're like trying Jeez, to sabotage. How can it or you say that? We all conspiracy love about the it, but... new mutants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. But it's like you know, I I'm just concerned that you know MCU is so good, nobody can compete with them at any level, and it's like there's going to be nothing left at some point. It's just all going to be MCU <laughs> movies. Well, uh, that's why we have Netflix knows, and limited but, run series. You know, Midnight Mass. It'll it'll be okay. Right? It'll be okay. Movie theaters. It is sad to see you know the you smaller movies kind of get pushed houses? out. That's what we yeah, call them. We just go to the Marvel houses. We sit down. We watch our Marvel yeah. movies. That's right. Oh what? And, you know, I was even reading online, uh, people, you know, someone had a ticket for Nightmare Alley and the theater, like, called them and asked them if they, you know, wanted to, like, refund their ticket because they wanted to cancel that screening uh, of Nightmare Alley to show more Spider-Man. Hey, you're the it's only like, guy going to Nightmare. You know, as much as I like this movie, I'm worried about the future, you know, the future of cinema. But that, that sounds, sucks. you know, that's yeah, all Yeah, and it's not Spider-Man's thing, fault if that does happen. No, it's not Spider-Man's fault. Thomas Anderson says about it. he saved it. He's mm-hmm. bringing people back. It's, it's not theaters. his fault. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's it's a tough catch twenty two, man. Because it's I think I think we're gonna enter a new age, right? Where these are like the vaudeville shows. These are the like the big the big theater shows. The Nickelodeon. They, yeah, you're also gonna bring back boutiques. Like, man, there's gonna be a place for everything. I think we need to get to the other Maybe. side of the well, pandemic look, first. Though. I'll quote, but the smaller movies are getting pushed out, and it, I think the main problem is that Disney just owns everything. Yeah, I don't know if that's good for the future of of Hollywood or, or movies in general. But, but they make uh, consistently good yes. products. So you, and Jacob, you know, I'll quote Paul Thomas Anderson again and say, I feel no sympathy for the AMC's of the world. It's the it's the mega house theaters that built these. 20 story, you know, movie houses and, and endless parking lots right. and stuff that they go, nobody's coming to our movies. We can't even fill these things up. I don't give a shit. Knock them down. Make them small movie theaters again. Yeah, yeah. true. Bring yeah. the boutiques. I, like, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but what I do care about is Spider Man. Because I do want to see Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. And that's to get you us know. back on track, Spider Man. Um, I'll give my final thoughts on the No Way Home. First of all, one thing setup's kind of dumb. Like, the Doctor Strange would not say, hmm, you didn't get into college, so I'm going to forcibly change everybody's memories. Like, that's an invasion of privacy of the highest order. And he's just like, okay, you're having a bad day. Let's cast a spell on everybody. Someone should have been right. more responsible. But I don't care because what happens. And uh, the ending of this, once Joe introduced me to the concept of the Parker luck, I've just had it in my head is like that is spider-man and i get it now and i love the ending of this and because of that and seeing our boy andrew garfield i must amend he is my favorite spider-man now after this movie wow. andrew garfield's my favorite i need him back i cried for that man <laughs> i feel bad like he has the worst parker luck but if he's a murderer that's another we'll have to see i you know what i agree yeah. with you and i think he was 
his best. I in think this that movie. it's good that people can now look back and appreciate his performances in those bad movies because he is off. good. Yes. And he, yeah. he deserved a, be, a bit more re- recognition for those. And I think he's going to get it after this. And he that's did. good. Um, he was definitely the highlight in my theater. Everyone loved everything with Andrew. The women were hooting and hollering. The guys were hooting and hollering. We we're all hooting and hollering. Um, last. Yeah. When he's like, I love you guys. When they thank, you. Like, thank, thank you. Thank you. So much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you so oh, much. Man. You're an Avenger? What's yeah, that? What, You're band? in a band? That sounds great. I, you would have been that? <laughs> yes. And then uh, I guess just the theme is like, I like Peter having to have two alternate versions of himself work him through this emotional moment, you know, and I think that works really well. And he yeah. finally is, like I said, there's a three movie origin story. I think it works well. I just wish when they were doing science, uh, the doorbell would have rang and said, who's that? And then Toby would have come through and said, pizza time. Yeah, um, guys. That's the only reason we didn't things we were missing. Yeah. He didn't do the dance. Um, no he didn't time. play piano at any dance, moment. Yeah. If he had done that, not enough Spider-Man three references. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. He says at one point. So Andrew Garfield says, "Well, Topher says to him, Topher, Jesus Christ, Topher, Toby says to him, <laughs> we're gonna do a fine do place. Don't worry. Do you have anyone? No, there was somebody. Not really. How about you? He says it's complicated." Kinda. And then he says, we figured it out. So is he still with Kirsten Dunst, do we think? Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah. I think so. that's the implication. That world, yes. I was, but even when... Okay. He's the older married yeah. Spider-Man. I mean, that's my hope. I would have like, loved to see a ring. That would have been great. Yeah. If he would have just it's, been like, just okay, feels yeah. silly put this to like, pocket. <laughs> ask for anything else. You know what I mean? Like, like with yes. how much we got, it feels like silly You're to be right. like it's oh selfish. but they could have mentioned that he had a daughter and it was spiderling and her powers were at like it just oh they, sure <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm slightly worried they've created a monster but I can't stop mm. smiling over it it's kind yeah. can I say real quick on that note Joe you're so right it's kind of our release the Snyder cut in an interesting way of like wow. it's not something we were denied it's not, but the same way that it has now risen a fervor in a group of people who literally Mike you're the twentieth person I've heard say like Amazing Spider-Man three or else will kill you. And it's like no, 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 stop. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. yeah, give it to yeah. me now. I've earned it. Yeah. This is mine. I hope not. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's a little crazy. I still think they should do my uh, my you know my Venom. idea. Bring Venom into the uh, Amazing Spider-Man world. Uh, for my final thoughts, I wanted to talk about the team-up scene just a little uh, bit because it's such a simple thing, but the way they do it where they're not working together that well at first. They don't know they how. Have the, they have that little meeting. Yeah. yeah. They have, and, and it makes so much sense for the Tom Holland Spider-Man to be kind of the he leader in that situation how. because he's he's worked in a group with the Avengers, and that's the thing that the other two have never had. They've always been solo. So that whole scene, like they each bring something different to the role and they just meshed so well together in that final fight scene. It's incredible. And when you see them all jump off the roof and start swinging, oh, yeah. it's just like the, the greatest swing. thing in the world, right? Peter 3? Well, I'm Peter 3, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Peter 3? Peter three. <laughs> the energy he has, like... Amazing. This, uh, amazing. this movie, like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, feel I need to watch it another saved. hundred times. Yeah. I want to see it again. I need I to see it. Uh, which again, I, you know, I fully sure. intend on seeing it again. And, you know, I, that was like before it was even over, before I left, I, I was thinking like, you know, when Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse came out, I saw it two or three times in theaters. This movie, 
assuming theaters can stay open, I'm going to go at least one or two more times to go see this movie in theaters. And then when Spider-Verse hit like yeah. streaming and was available to like watch all the time, I would watch the movie once a month. I will watch mm-hmm. this movie once a month and then like eventually it'll go down to like once a year. But I, I cannot wait for it. I really feel like, you know, I'm not the only one, but I feel like a lot of people like maybe I wouldn't have made it through this year if it wasn't for this fucking movie. Like to have oh, that man. dopamine hit sure. right when it did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it yeah. does feel like a, a shared hallucination or reward for like getting through the year. Yeah, and as much as I'm enjoying yeah. talking about this amazing movie, I would I would rather be just watching it right now. You know, yeah. I, I wish I was just watching it again. Yeah. You know, I, I wish I was Spider-Man watching it right when we got home. I started playing the Spider-Man game again. Like it's Aww. it's back to Spider-Mania for me, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah! Incredible. Get the Miles one. Uh, there is a regal five <laughs> right by me that has. 3D, 4DX showing for uh, 1850. I'm, I'm really thinking about that. I couldn't even okay. imagine what added water bursts and dumb shit they do for the villains and stuff. You know, Feats are going to move. It's going to suck. Yeah, I really want to see it again in theaters. Uh, I, I meant to see Dune again in theaters. Never got the chance. Wanted to see that in IMAX. Uh, yeah, in IMAX, uh, too. Uh, they keep saying this IMAX. is a good one for yeah. IMAX because it's, it's oh, wider wow. and, and there's just more. Look, you know. Sure. I, I don't know if you guys have had the privilege too to talk to people who haven't seen it and just sort of you're the the ju- you can't even it's say the so juicing it's like, that you have to do so much and spoilers. even coming into this the, you know when we got out of it I was very much not trying to be a wet blanket but trying to be like let's keep our expectations in check about what we just saw like Zendaya like, says exa- <laughs> like Mike exactly I'm, I like yeah, I saw it and I'm like exactly. let's just relax you saw that movie and it was great it's not the best movie ever made and then I'm like, like isn't it like, the way that I go through it where I'll, I'll text you guys it. and I'll even put out the thing where I'm like Ah, I don't know if Electro should have come through. There's kind of some plot holes. Joe will throw something out that fixes it. And I'll be like, ah, you know what? Who gives a shit? Like immediately my mind will just be like, it doesn't matter. Jacob, you said it so perfectly up top of it's fan service. Who gives a shit? I'm the fan they're servicing. Yeah. I mean, it's a hundred percent. If you're a fan of Spider-Man, you're gonna like this movie. If if I met a Spider-Man fan that didn't like this movie, I'd be, I'd be so like, confused. What do you it's like about Spider-Man? The, the legacy yeah. of the film yes. versions of I, that character. I, yes. yes, I've never felt more serviced leaving a theater. Yes, <laughs> like, for real, man. It's, it's, <laughs> like, I can't, can't stop fucking smiling. Like, no, you got it. Every yeah. single right. My question is, okay, so like I said, it's hard to uh, judge it objectively as a yeah. movie because because we're uh. fans. Um, you know, if my mom went and saw this movie, she would probably not appreciate it on the same level that mm-hmm. we are because she hasn't, you know, kept up with the whole spider no. history. Of she wasn't a little boy watching Spider Man movies. No, well, I think cause I was think, doing the yeah. same experiment. My brother's home for the holidays right now. He specifically has said, I'm going to take mom to go see Spider Man. And I, in my mind, Jacob, I keep playing over. She's not going to know. Andrew Garfield. I, I just imagine that that whole period skipped her life, but I do think seeing Toby will spark something in her. Even though I, I have no memory of watching that movie with my mom, but she has to be 
cosmically aware, don't you think, of what the impact of what he Everyone's writes? heard the good word of Spider-Man yeah. 2. I don't think my mom, my mom would probably be very confused at a lot of moments. Really? Like, Who's that? Why, why is he important? Interesting. Uh, but if I just gave her the primer of like, okay, this movie is going to have villains from two other franchises come in, and then it's going to have the heroes of the two other franchises come in. So just... Keep that in mind. I think she would okay. kind of get the picture pretty quickly. I, I have talked to a couple friends. And I'm like, oh, you see the new Spider-Man? Like, no. I'm like, well, do you like Spider-Man? Have you seen the Tobey Maguire ones, the Andrew Garfield ones? Like, nope, never watched them. But I'm like, we don't live on the same planet. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't know. Right. I don't know. to be your friend right now. Uh, and it's hard to recommend without spoiling anything. Yes. So yeah, like, so you're well, trying you to gauge. To see movie. Like, I can't tell you how much why do you know you about it. it? Yeah. I had yeah. a I had a buddy from elementary school text me this weekend who i have not talked wow. to in i don't know like 10 to 15 years probably who was like hey hey joe did you see the new spider-man movie i was wow. like i sure did yeah like it's it's crazy you know like i'll bleed into my final yeah. thoughts real quick obviously like we've talked about how great this movie is how much it meant to me as a spider-man fan how much it meant to everybody as a a movie experience but we keep saying like you know, it's hard to look at it like subjectively if it's even a good movie. I think this is a very good movie. And I want to use one of my favorite points as an example. That final scene that people hate that really defines Peter Parker. He goes in with his little script. I think he's giving a great performance. Ned's very natural in the background. This kind of feels like an intimate movie or moment from like a smaller movie. They're having that scene. They're having their meet cute all over again. She brushes back her hair and he sees the band-aid. And it all comes back to him visually, oh yeah, I'm the problem. I have to sacrifice the thing that I want. He thinks about her getting grabbed by the fans in the first scene, Joe. Exactly. So they put the whole thing back in context in that one little like movement Mm. of her hand relates the entire point of the movie and the sacrifice back in that just that tiny little beat. It's perfect. Yeah. It's it's a perfect Spider-Man. Yeah, I thought movie. that was a perfect scene. People didn't yeah. people didn't like people that. Don't like that he's, you know, some people don't like that he's struggling, but I I love my Spider-Man like struggle. Parker now. <laughs> yeah, some people don't like that like Spider-Man yeah. has a hard time. I'll yeah. point out where I think the writing is really servicing everything that's going on here. As Jacob again perfectly said at the start of this of what is the responsibility of Spider-Man? It is to fix these people. It's to do the right thing. We all know that. And when Tom Holland in these early scenes to four different characters keeps saying, I'm just going to ditch these people. They're not my problem. They're not from my universe. It's not my problem. May is shooting him looks to start before she even gets to the point where she's giving the speech to say, how dare you? You know, you're better than that. Mm -hmm. Other characters know Peter is not acting right. Everyone in this movie knows who Peter as a character is. That's that's hard for a movie to pull off, to have a lead that is so strong and so defined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Even like MJ and Ned at times 100%. are like, I, I don't know, Peter. That's I don't not know right. That's plan. not you. That's not right. Ask us. Mm-hmm. Let us help you. You're so right. He, yeah. Talk, talk yeah. to me before you do something next time. You know, yeah. a little communication. It's, it's good it's stuff. Important. And even when he was so angry at... Norman Osborn. He was literally ready to kill him. And then he gets who John does he you know, get talked down to by uh fire. So it, it's perfect. You know, it's and then yeah, Aunt May, it's his older wiser right. self. And then Aunt May, when she's dying, she's only saying, Oh, oh yeah, are you alright, Peter? You're gonna be okay, Peter. Like she's only thinking about the other while she's dying. Yeah. It's like Yeah. I mean she literally started like a homeless yeah. uh, you know, 
food food company. Oh, so food I guess company. like literally, yeah. The longest origin Whatever trilogy ever. Turns and I out. love it. And I love the third one the most. I say A plus 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 on the GED for Spider Man, No Way Home. <laughs> Go they watch it. it. It's not replacing uh Lord of the Rings for the best trilogy for you now, Mike. No, no, no. Just this one movie is very good. And the first one is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I guess for my final, final thought, it's hard to quantify this movie. Like I said, for me, I can't judge it in an unbiased manner. I don't know if it's the best Spider-Man movie. I think I agree with what Joe said about it being like the best comic book movie interpretation. Like it's the best movie interpretation of a comic book that's ever been made. Uh, and I just really liked it, but I, it's hard to even give it a rank or a score or anything like that. I yeah. just say like, if you're a fan of Spider-Man, it's a must see <laughs> yeah, for if sure. Like if you like Spider-Man once in a lifetime experiences, <laughs> this one's for you. It is. Mm, yeah. You can't go back to like before you saw this movie. You know what I mean? Like no. that joy. No. That's a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah. Right. It was special. Colin, any any final 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 thoughts here? No, I think it's time that we get sent home to our own universes. Now, obviously, I'm not the Colin that was originally on Normies Like Us. I am uh of like like a really crazy sick version of that Colin who will turn <laughs> into a dinosaur here in a minute. But uh before you yeah. leave us, listeners, keep the conversation going, keep talking to us, keep letting us know what you thought about Spider-Man. Oh my God! I was five years old when Andrew Garfield came out. What do you guys mean? Toby was your spider. We want to know that. Hit us up at normies so underscore like it? underscore us on our socials. Rate, review, subscribe helps us out. Go, go, go! Yeah, yeah, you do that. Check out the videos on YouTube. All that and uh, appreciate you. Thanks, thanks, oh, yeah. spider fans. Yeah. Hey, and right. I'm literally just gonna say thank you to that movie again. I just imagine Joe Biden calling up uh, uh, the director of that film and saying, "You have to make the nicest movie ever made that just makes people feel good about their lives." So thank you, Spider Man <laughs> No Way Home. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. This is your house. Uh, Colin Octopus. I can't remember who I was. <laughs> I'm I'm still Spider Mike. Uh, just the saddest. Just the saddest one. Joe, three. Nice. And this is (laughs) Spider Jacob from a different dimension. All right. I don't know. (laughs) Well, get home safe, everybody. (laughs) Catch you next time. I love you. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. Hit and stop. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools!